Great. Thank you for so much for being here. I am welcoming you to our evening service. My name is Marines. It's grand to be here. Um, I'm so excited. I don't know if you know, but we had our uh, world conference in Cape Town last week. That was amazing. <laughs> Woo! Very good, very good. Um, and so there were like 87 countries represented, uh, five and a half thousand people with a thousand extra kids. I think six and a half thousand people all together uh, at the Cape Town Convention Center. It was really amazing. Uh, and so um, tonight I want to start off sharing uh, just a scripture that I felt um, for tonight. And um, um, you won't be able to read it necessarily with me, but I'm going to read it for you um, if I can get to it. There we go. Uh, and so there's this, uh, I don't know if you know, but there's this war uh, that was announced in the week. Uh, and we can't be unaware because it's full of the news. But I, I, I just want to tell you that there's, there's this war happening now, but there was like 27 other w wars happening busy while this one was announced. Our world is in turmoil. Our world needs Jesus. And so we're looking at this war uh, between Israel and the Gaza, in the, there in the Gaza Strip, and then, and then there's this fighting and people died. But ultimately, I want to read scripture for you about, um, about the people of Israel quickly to you. Uh, he says in Zechariah 2, 8, he says, For this is what the Lord Almighty says, After the glorious one has sent me against the nations that have plundered you, for whoever touches you touches the apple of his eye. Who is he speaking of? Israel. Okay. And so Deuteronomy 33 says, Blessed are you, Israel, who is like you, a people saved by the Lord. Um, he is your shield and your helper and your glorious sword. Your enemies will cover, cower before you, and you will treat, uh, tread on their heights. Isaiah 46 says, I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. I don't know if you know, but Israel is God's people. Amen. We read it throughout the Old Testament. I'm not uh, choosing sides here on this war. I'm telling you, we heard things last week at World Conference where, uh, where it was said, we, so we have red letter um, uh, countries where um, we were not allowed to video or uh, uh, take pictures or Instagram or social media, some of those missionaries because their lives are at stake. I met a man, he testified about when he goes out in the morning as a pastor to do his work in that country, that he greets his four-year-old son, telling him that he might not be coming home because he is a pastor. We should wake up. We should wake up as a church. We're in our comfortable uh, seating. We've got our little popcorn. We've got our entertainment. And we go, Lord, what can you bless us with? While in other countries, their lives are at stake for sharing the gospel of Jesus. And so there's this war. And then I say we're not choosing sides, but, but Jesus' own people still don't believe he's come the first time. I don't know if you know. But the Jews don't believe that Jesus come. There's a big wall in Jerusalem. There's a big wall where they go and pray at for the first coming. But the first coming has already happened. Jesus died on the cross for us. He's coming back for his people. Now, Revelation says there's three things, three parts of Israel that will happen in Armageddon at the end of the world. The one part will receive Jesus. The second part will be killed in that war of Armageddon. And the other third party will reject him and they'll ultimately go to hell. See, lost people in this war that you just heard of in the week are on both sides 
of the Gaza Strip. There are lost people on this side and on this side. I'm not choosing sides. I'm telling you, we have a reach week so that God can fire our hearts up for lost people in other nations. There are six million um, Muslims coming to Jesus every year. Do you hear about it? It's snuffed. It's, it's closed down. It's, it's stopped. But ultimately, in those, in those moments, in those um, where, where God comes, and, and, and there's no way of His gospel coming in to that country, Jesus appears to Muslims on their own. They come to Christ because Jesus is the number one evangelist. Do you know that? Jesus answered the call to the Father saying that I will go, send me. And now in Isaiah, he's asking this, he's saying the same thing. He's saying, he's raising his hand and saying, Lord, send me. To date, these two weeks of REACH um, sermon series is all about us praying, giving, and going. I'd love you, Kevin, guys, you can bring that board to me. I want to, we're going to pray for the nations tonight. Amen. Okay, so we've got a new board. It's amazing. You can, um, you can look at it, but there's, there's represented, represented Africa and into Europe. I don't know if you know, but Tswane consists of one church, many congregations, which I felt is part of, and we are responsible for Africa, uh, Southeast Astro Africa, but also into, into Europe. Yaku is preaching his last series as part of I felt next week. Please don't miss that. We are going to say goodbye to him and Reed as well. They are planting in Switzerland, which is also part of the Europe uh, plan that we have. But ultimately, there are names on, the, on this map. Tonight, you are going to have the opportunity. Have you been here before when we uh, do um, communion? And then we ask you to go and fetch communion. Tonight, you're going to fetch communion from this board. You're going to choose a country to pray for, and you're going to pray for them for these next two weeks. It's going to be your country that God gives you to pray into. Pray, give, go. Amen? It's going to be exciting. So when we look at this, I'm ultimately overwhelmed by us understanding that there are wars currently happening. People are dying, but people are not only dying on earth physically, they are dying spiritually. They are going to hell. And the reason why we, we minister into countries, why we go into the nations, we feel that God has called us, is so that people might not go to hell. Do you understand that? It's not a physical thing, it's a spiritual thing. And therefore, I want to um, include our scripture for tonight. Now, the PowerPoint that I set up is going to say 1 Corinthians. It's actually 2nd, so don't be confused. 2 Corinthians 5, you can page there with me right now. <laughs> so let's pray over the word. Father God, thank you that your word is true. Thank you, Father God, that we can believe it. Thank you that we can trust in you, Father God. I pray that the word will come alive in our hearts. And I pray, Father God, that it will divide the lie from the truth. I pray that your word comes in like a two-edged sword uh, and it cuts through flesh. Um, and Father God, tonight I pray that when you do this, that you, that you win over our hearts for the nations. I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So 2 Corinthians 2, I think it is. 5. Oh, it's wrong. 2 Corinthians 5, my, my bad. 2 Corinthians 5, uh, verse 11, that's right. So it says, Therefore, 
uh, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. How interesting is this? He starts with therefore. Actually, Paul wrote a letter just before this one. That's why there's a therefore. He's actually challenging them to live the light that is inside of them. To speak about the, the testimony that God has placed in their mouths. So he's going, therefore, knowing the fear of the Lord. Do you know that you and I cannot operate in our love for Christ without the fear of God? Why would we listen to him then? If there is no natural holy fear of the Lord, we won't do what he asks us. There's something that God has birthed inside of us. The moment that you came to Jesus, you gave your life to him, you, your life changed. God installed an automatic um, fear of the Lord inside our hearts. Understanding that he's not to be messed and played with. He's our creator as well as our father. He is our God as well as our friend. And so he says, um, knowing the fear of the Lord, we persuade others. Is he saying we force them? Is he saying we, 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 we put them in a corner and we, we, we put them up there and we go, uh, you decide now or either. No, no, no. Persuasion. Persuade others. But what we are is known to God. And I hope it is known also to your conscience. He's calling to us in knowing the truth already, but doing nothing about it. I am not only speaking to you tonight, I'm speaking to me. I don't know if you know, but you can be in church, but inactive. Do you know you can sit in the pews, but not be activated? You can hear all the greatest things, the greatest sermons, and you can go, woo, it's for someone else. Thank you so much. I'll give my money, just don't ask me to go. So there's something in this where he's calling them into their conscience and going, hey, wake up. He's saying in verse 12, we are not commending ourselves to you again, but giving you cause to boast about us so that you may be able to answer those who boast about outward appearance and not about what is in the heart. Tonight, I'm not saying, um, I'm not speaking about what you look like from the outside. In those days, your appearance mattered. The better you looked, the holier you were. If you wore Adidas all around, you made it. You're going to heaven. Doesn't work that way, does it? It's not about our physical appearance. It's about what's in the heart. And I'm asking you tonight, are you a Christian born out of Jesus Christ's blood, saving grace, and do you have the nations in mind when you live your life? That's the question. Again, I'm asking that question to me first. You know why? Because we can be busy with church things. I can be focused on felt. We can be focused on uh, what our vision is for Tuane and forget the nations. We have not be been called for only one nation. Otherwise, our name would have been One Nation. Okay. So firstly, um, my first point is fear God, the fear of the Lord. Um, 2 Corinthians 5 Verse 13 says this, for if we are beside ourselves, it is for God. He's literally saying, if we are going crazy for Jesus, if we're going out and we're engaging and we're speaking about Christ and people think we're weird, that's for God. And then he says, uh, if we are in our right mind, it is for you. <laughs> he says, for the love of Christ controls us. Because we have concluded this. 
that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Listen here. You cannot be caught unawares. You cannot be caught in a moment where you are a, a Christian, but not living for Christ. You cannot be caught in a moment where you're a believer, but you don't share the gospel to others so that they might believe. It's like uh, this morning I told uh, the story, if, if I give you a billion dollars, no, uh, let's stop there, a billion, uh, Louis, if I give you a billion rand, is that a lot of money? Okay, ah, it's okay. Uh, Louis says it's like this. Uh, um, you, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to live, you'll be okay. So if I give you a billion, do, uh, a billion rand right now, but I tell you, the secret is, Louis, if I give you a billion rand right now, every time you pay it forward, you are able to keep your billion rand, but the next person will be a billionaire. Would you do that? Will you get into that pyramid scheme? Would you go for it? It sounds good, doesn't it? It's, it's, I want to tell you the gospel is a million times better. We have something, not only in this life, in the physical and the spiritual, but this gift that you and I have uh, to give to the nations are there for this life and the next. Which one do you choose, a billion rand right now or the nations? What would you take? Some would say, yeah, but I'll take the billion rand to go to the nations. It's <laughs> not what I'm saying. There's going to be, huh? Don't be too slim. God's slimmer than you, eh? Okay. So there's this moment. I don't know. Uh, any parents here? Any parents? Good. Thank you. There's this moment where I put my boys on a high place. I don't know if you've ever done that before. Maybe if your parents did it with you, you can raise your hands just now. But I put my, my boy on a, on, a, um, on a wall or somewhere on a, on a um, desk. And then I tell him, jump. Trust me. But dad's going to catch you. And then he jumps. And then... That boy, he's just going, he trusts his dad, and he goes, he goes like, whoa, and that's where um, stage dives come from when we rock and roll. Yeah, that's where they actually come from. It's, a tr uh, it's not a stage dive, it's a trust fall, okay. And so trust, trust in the Father is everything. When my boy Sebastian jumps, he knows without knowing that I'll catch him. That is faith. Faith is believing in the things unseen, as if they were. That is just crazy. That's crazy. That verse says it. For if we are beside ourselves, it's for God. When God calls you and he says, jump, he's not going, oh, Lord, how many steps should I take before jumping? I think, I'm, I think I must lose some weight before I, maybe if I jump and I'm overweight, I'll go down first and you won't be, oh, Lord, I don't have, my finances, they just speak about this. So I'll go. I'll make, a, I'll make a pact with you. I'll go, but if you bless me first. Have you done that before? It's bad Christianity, bad. <laughs> Sissy, it's not good. If God asks you to jump, you run and you trust and you jump. Uh, he must call you before you jump. Please don't jump if there is no call. I've never ever seen my boy jumping, falling on the ground and going, Dad, where were you? Okay, so there was this moment when my boy Noah, we were lived in, in, in Cullinan. We were living in a thatched roof house, beautiful. We rented it for almost next to nothing. There was also a ministry there, and 
There, the guy that he used rocks that they uh, digged out of the foundation to build this beautiful um, floor area. And I had this thing with my boys. I'll, I'll swing them by the feet. I don't know if you do that, Gerard. But I swing them by the feet and then I, I swing them far enough so I can catch them again. And Noah loves it. And then he did, he was a bit older, and they do this thing where they, they're like, you know that? And then one day I threw him, he did that, and I went, oh goodness, he's in trouble. <laughs> the Lord will never do that with you. God doesn't do that, amen? And so, don't tell everyone else. Is this, is this recorded? Yes, it is. Is this live? Yes, it is, okay. He says, for those who live, might no longer live for themselves. I'm asking you tonight, who are you living for? If you say you're in Christ, are you living for you or living for Him? Uh, are you living for the entertainment world out there? I tell you now that we are distracted in our, even in our time, wherein ever did you see two World Cups all at once and then a war breaks out? Have you seen the amount of um, entertainment currently that can distract you from what's actually happening and actually important right now. It's not the World Cup. I love it, I watch it, we're gonna watch it tonight. It's possibly the final for us, I'm just saying. It is, we need to be honest about this. Okay, Faith, we win by 12 points, is that good? Hey. Okay, so, where was I now? Huh? What? Distractions. You see, I wasn't lying. The devil in your situation right now is going to go like, hey, hey, look here, look here. Something's happening here. And he's going, hey, hey, be entertained. Are you not entertained? Hey, social media, uh, movies, series, uh, sport. Sport is one of the most incredible distraction functions that Satan uses to distract you from what's actually happening. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying be in control while you are doing it. Bless you. That those who might no longer live for themselves, but for him who, who for their sake died and was raised. Verse 16, from now on, therefore, we regard no one according to the flesh. Listen to this, I'm almost finished. We regard no one to the flesh. Even though we are once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard him thus no longer. God is asking of us to look at the nations and not judge them outwardly. He's asking us not to go and judge lost people outwardly, but seeing into their spirit, seeing what the spirit realm is doing and speaking to that spirit realm so that their physical situation will change, will turn over, will, 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 will manifest itself in what God has called us to. I tell you now, if you're engaged without understanding that you're speaking to someone's spirit, you're not engaging at all. You're just having good conversations. If your intention is to see someone in the spirit, like why? Why would we do that, Marinus? Why? Because the first time that God saved Bianca, give me your hand, she was lost. And if we went with that mentality where we judge from the outside in who can and who cannot be saved, 
Oh, who should and should not be saved? Oh, which war is most important? Which side am I choosing? I'm choosing no sides. I'm choosing nations. Because on both sides, when they die, they go to hell if they don't know Jesus. Are you hearing me tonight? God is challenging us. Are you fearing God enough? My second point for tonight is the love of Christ compels us. The love of Christ compels us. Is there, if there's no compelling, there can possibly be no love. Any love. I'm not saying that if you don't love the nations, you don't love Jesus. It's almost like, have you ever been to a, a, someone invited you from a different nation or ethnicity or, and they gave you food that you've never eaten before? Anyone here? Okay. So you know that moment where they put it in front of you and you go, oh boy, I'm in trouble. <laughs> See, nations are a bit like that. It's a palate moment. You, your, your stomach's not ready for it. When I went to Thailand for two weeks, the first three days I was lying at a lavatory right next to it uh, with my cushion and a blankie uh, because of the food. You know what happened? When, when I asked God to give me the heart for the Thai people, when it dropped, I stood up and I ate the same food I did three days ago. I didn't get sick. It's a spirit thing. It's not a physical thing. Do you see it? God, when he saved you, gave you the palate to taste the nations and go, this is from God. It's an automatic. He gave it to us. Why? Because his heart is for nations. And so sometimes we do get used to it. That's why I eat sushi on pizza now. Um, I love sushi and so much that, no, not, not sushi pizza. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Number three, are, you living, are we living our lives according to the word of God, yes or no? Is, God, is Christ dying on the cross? You worth living your life for him then. Let me ask it the other way around. Are your living right now, your, the, the way that you live your life, honoring to Christ dying on the cross for you? Is that a... Um, it's, I don't know why, Heinrich, it sounds like it's such an unfair question to ask. But it's not. It's fair. You decide to receive Jesus. And it's not like you didn't read the fine print. It's like God is saying tonight, where is your heart at? Do I have the full you or just a part? Do I have the ones that, that's the comfortable Christian side? Yeah, you've, uh, God, you can have all those rooms. Just bless me, Lord. I want to be blessed. Let the nation see how blessed I am. That's selfish. When we receive Jesus, we receive him in the fullness of a context of a continent that needs Christ. That is going to hell after this life. And they're possibly in hell currently as well. Just in the way that they're living. And so we are not better off. No, we have Jesus. And so tonight, we're going to pray. I'm going to pray a prayer over you right now. I'm going to ask the Lord with his Holy Spirit to wake up a nation for you. Um, so at the World Conference, we had a staff meeting. Yes, Bianca, how many staff members were there? Over 1,500 staff members were at a staff meeting. 
Have you ever seen anything like that? I'll show you next week. It was incredible. Um, but we heard, and they put up, they asked us to pray for nations. And um, I'm not necessarily fond of suffering, um, just being honest. Um, so um, I was glad Asia was out of my head. Uh, and so um, there was this thing that happened. Let me, let me let you into how the Holy Spirit works with Marina's uh, his mind and heart and spirit. I was going, I saw a list of names on a board. They were names that we are focusing on for the next season. In my heart, the, um, um, the, the word, is it Cameroon? Sorry. Morocco, sorry, yeah. The word Morocco popped up, like in an instant. I'm like, Morocco? And, and where it came from, I was thinking of Sebastian, my boy. He wants to, his, his life goal, except Jesus, um, at 12 years old, is to play soccer for a nation. He wants to go and play soccer for, uh, he's a big Liverpool fan. I think we sang one of the Liverpool songs tonight. You'll never walk alone, is it? No, no, that's a Jesus song. Okay. And so ultimately, uh, I was thinking of, do you see how my brain works? It's amazing, isn't it? And so I was thinking of Sebastian with the soccer, and I was thinking, but if there's, is there an African? And then Morocco came up and they play soccer. I didn't know. I just, I, and then Morocco popped up and there's Morocco on the board and God gave me uh, Morocco to pray over. Uh, we are definitely gonna do a mission to Morocco. You know what happened when I testified about this this morning? A couple comes to me, I kid you not, they come to the front. They say, Marinas, I don't know wh wh what happened this morning, but we have a burning heart for Morocco. I asked them, so tell me about what, it, what do you have? She says, before we were married, she lived there for three years as a missionary and always wanted to go back, but she couldn't. She didn't want to do it alone. Yeah? And so her husband's like, I'm in. Are we going for a mission? I'm speaking to another couple. They're in for that mission. I spoke to Adelia. She says, whoa, let's just speak to, to, um, uh, to, uh, to Ari. Ari, if you're listening, we're speaking to you first. But Jesus said, Morocco, we're going. Are you in? And so tonight, I want to ask you, with our praying, giving, and going in our reach week, I'm going to ask of you something just now. Yes, there's a big motive in my heart. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you either praying, either giving, or either going. Or two out of the three, or maybe all three, I don't know. God will speak to you about that. We have already reached partners that um, in our movement of reach, they speak into these countries. We're planting churches, I don't know if you know, uh, but our Europe, Africa, and beyond uh, countries are sitting here. Utrecht, uh, Zagreb, Croatia. Uh, we have um, Mozambique, Malawi, Zambia, uh, South Africa. Yes, they're also a country. Kyrgyzstan. Um, and all in this, uh, God is, that is only from high-fat plants. I'm not including Linwood, uh, Willows, uh, any other congregation in Tuana currently. We are sending, we're not just saying, we make disciples, make disciples raise leaders and part churches. We do that. So, won't you, we're gonna go into prayer. There's gonna be some background music. I want us to pray specifically to the Holy Spirit. Um, what country is God giving you? And then I want you to come up. I want you to come and have a look at this map. And I want you to choose a country that God is giving you to pray over. Can we do that? Let's do that. Father God, thank you so much that we can pray uh, tonight. Thank you that you break our hearts for the things that breaks yours. Thank you that you are establishing in us the knowledge that you love the world. You came to save the world. You sent your son to be saved, uh, to, to save the world from, uh, from itself, Lord. And, and I pray tonight that when we come to the front, 
that your Holy Spirit will speak in any way that you want to through, through to your people. When we are called up to this board, I pray that there are specific countries that you have bear in mind for us to pray for. Not even South Africa was saved before someone prayed, uh, gave and go, went to us. We were saved because of missionaries. We were saved because of someone thinking about us being lost, seeing us in the spirit before they saw us in the physical. I pray right now for the unction of the Holy Spirit to be released right now and to wake up our hearts for nations. And when you are ready and you feel ready, you come up, you look at the board, you connect with a country, then we're gonna go back into our seats and we're gonna pray for that specific country. We're gonna call it out just now. So please join me. Let's keep the setting as it is now. Please don't leave. It's an opportunity for you to dash out. We're still busy with the sermon. So please come and have, choose your country and go and sit down again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you call us. Thank you that we can pray over the nations, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, I pray that you'll release it right now. That you'll wake up our hearts and our spirits. Open up our eyes and our ears. Thank you that your Holy Spirit will speak to our hearts and our minds. just praying for them. Please come to the front. You're welcome to do it now.
If you are a married couple, God can give you more than one country to pray for. I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be the same one, although you are in unity. You can choose more than one. Good. Take your time. Be quick about it. There we go. All have your country to pray for right now? We're going to do that right now. I want us to stand up. Uh, I want you to focus on that country's name. And I, I, want to ask, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it in that country specifically that you can pray for? Does it make sense? Um, let's do it now. We're going to do it out loud. Um, yeah, um, let's do that. Father God, I pray for Morocco right now. I pray, Father God, that when you put countries on our hearts, in our heads, it's because you, Father God, you have a heart for that country. I pray into Morocco right now, Father God, that your Holy Spirit will go ahead, prepare the way. It's not the first time that anyone will go, Father God. So the onus is not on us to look good or be good. or we are, you, The onus is, Father God, to be obedient into praying into that nation. Thank you, Father God, for the leadership there. Thank you, Father God, for the structures that are already there. Thank you for the churches that are already there, Father God. I pray that you want to establish uh, Christ-centered, disciple-focused churches uh, in Morocco, Father God. I pray for that country. I pray that it will go well with them. I pray, Father God, for the, for, the, for the promises that you have over that country. I speak into the spirit of Morocco, Father God, uh, into the legislation, Father God, into the thinking, the rules, the, uh, the management, Father God, the policing, the, the armies, Father God. I pray into the structures. I pray, Father God, that you will heal that land. I pray that it will be prosperous, Father God, because of what you have done. I pray for Morocco, Father God, that you will save it because you love Morocco. Pray it in Jesus' name. So I want us. Um, we can scream it when when the box scores tries tonight, and we can be very glad. But I want you to shout out. I'm going to give you an opportunity um, to give you a chance to shout out the country that God gave to you, uh, almost like Morocco, Greece, Greece. Sweden, Sweden. Turkey. Turkey, and. Ethiopia, Turkey. Turkey, I love turkeys, Congo, huh? Ghana, I just heard, ha ha, I mean, okay. 
Okay, Ghana. Anyone else? Nigeria. Algeria. The A of the Okay, good. Of the Gerias. Yes, anyone else? Sudan. Woo! God. Do you know that there's more genocide in Sudan in the past three years than any one of us would know? Children being slaughtered, women being raped and sold. God did not give us the countries and the nations just to be excited about, but to have our hearts broken for them. There are atrocities happening in Africa. There are atrocities happening in our own country. I want you to understand that what we did tonight was God actioning your spirit and it must overflow into your flesh. I want you to have a heart for your country that God gave to you until He breaks your heart for that country. Now, if you've been called to pray, I want you to sit down. If you've been called to pray for that country, sit down. I want to ask you if you've been called to give towards countries and reach, you can sit down as well. If you've been called to go to the nations, I want you to stand up. If God's calling you to nations, you can stand up right now. We're going to pray with you. Here's the thing. God is asking us to jump. Please don't jump without Him calling you. If you feel the calling of Him tonight, I think you're possibly right. I think you're right. He's calling you. The timing of the jump is really important. The setting up of that is really important. Can I, can I be honest with you? If God's called you to a nation and you want to make disciples in that nation, if you're making disciples now, I would say, okay, yeah, that's great. You can go. You won't make disciples there if you're not making disciples here. Does that make sense? You'll do there what you do here. I'm calling you to that. Father God, I pray right now for the ones that feel that they are called to go to the nations. Thank you, Lord, that we can have a heart for it. Thank you that you've called us as you break our hearts for countries like Sudan, like Kenya, Lord, like Uganda, Zambia, Morocco, Mozambique. I pray tonight, Father God, that that you'll raise these people up to go towards the nations. I pray that you'll break their hearts for that nation. I pray that there will be a a scouting mission, a mission, a, uh, a moment to go, to see, and to taste, and to feel. I pray, Father God, that when you call us to go, um, you're calling us to give everything that we are and who we are. You're asking us to give over our families, our finances, our trust, everything to you. I pray that over this group in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You can sit down.